Yeah. Yeah, old school. That's what I'm talking about. Listen, this ain't for everybody. Some of y'all need to hear this. I know you're in the trenches fighting, but check it out. I'm going to put it down like this so I can help the saints understand. Everything you're going through is all part of the master plan. Or what? You thought because you got saved, everything was going to be peaches and cream? You better wake up, son. Don't nothing come to a sleep but a drink. Faith without works is dead. Read your Bible. You know what it says. He who don't work, don't eat. Slackers don't get fed. Huh? Yeah. Jesus said, he who puts his hands to the plow looks back the same ain't fit. Some of y'all ain't been in the church five minutes and you're about ready to quit. I ain't mad at you. I'm just hitting you with the real. If you died for me and I was still tripping, now how you think that make you feel? Check this out. Deep game. This here's deep. Some of y'all ain't sawing nothing but you started trying to reach. But after him who's able to possess your father by his glory. Struggles might be part of your testimony, but it ain't the end of the story. Now the point is this prophesied way back in the day. Choir, sing your hook right here and see if the church can relate. Right about now. 
Oh, my goodness. <laughs> I'm glad to be here. Um, it's definitely a blessing. I, I really appreciate you guys having me on. Uh, well, thank you uh, for joining us, you know. Um, I was just listening to your music a minute ago, and I'm like, ah, oh, this young lady writes with a purpose. <laughs> yeah, um, I try to, you know, um, sometimes I get all in my emotions and it, it comes out, you know, <laughs> so I tried with this album to be very real, um, and I, I didn't like, you know, sometimes I, I don't want to be all cussing and I'll be all, you know, I guess ratchet is the word, um, and I, I found myself previously, um, censoring myself and I'm like you know this time go around oh my goodness this time go around I'm not going to censor myself I'm going to you know tell it like it is you know because you never know who inspired um by the music or you know whose life you can change so um yeah yeah you're right you know uh music is international language that's one thing that I know uh globally that could 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 touch Anybody's emotions, you know what I mean. Even the hardest sure. of, you know, to get tested emotions, and you know you can communicate through this thing called music. Um, Reezy, what okay. got what anybody? Let me say for those that you don't know, this is Reezy Wright. I think I said that earlier, but I will say it again. <laughs> <laughs> what uh, what what first got you started in the music business? Um, I got started. Um in church. <laughs> um, like we all did. Like we all like yeah. we all did. <laughs> uh-huh, yeah, that's 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 how I started. That's how a lot of people started. And um I I always sang um in the choir. Um all my relatives pretty much can sing. Um so um yeah they used to just throw me in the choir. I had this little high voice and you know most of the times in church you got about a million altos and like three sopranos so <laughs> they was always throwing me into um into the choir so I could sing those high notes and those heavy um parts so yeah um that's how I got started and then eventually you know I, I wasn't allowed believe it or not to listen to R&B growing up um so I would sneak at night and um <laughs> listen to Listen to the radio station. Who were you listening? Who was you listening to? Who was you listening to? Man, you know what's funny? It's um there was like a old school show, uh, well old school radio station where I'm from, Hot 105. Um, so I used to just listen to the oldies, and maybe that's how I developed like you know an old school type of you know vibe, um because that's what I used to listen to growing up. I mean, every now and then I would put it on hip hop, and you know. Here Nelly and stuff like that, but for the most part, I would um, I would listen to the old songs and um, so I mean I definitely the Whitney's and the Patties and the Gladys's and you know and even like especially the '90s like that was big listening to like Silk and all those boy groups and girl groups um, so yeah that's kind of how I I really got started just listening to music and being in the choir. So you say you sang all through school too? I and that's the weird thing. I was in the choir at church, but I didn't get into chorus until like tenth or eleventh grade. I just 
I just didn't. I don't know why, but yeah, weird enough. I probably should have. Hey Reezy, what else was you doing? <laughs> what else were you doing? <laughs> Man, I was, you know, I used to be I I was a cheerleader and then I was on a step team. So that that's really like, you know, what what I was into, like just dancing and cheering for the football players. <laughs> Uh-huh. So, yeah. Yeah, that was me. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> uh-huh, yeah. I tried to do a contest the other day. That ain't really work out too well for me. <laughs> <laughs> but it's all good. <laughs> yeah, well, you here now. You, yeah, yeah. You, you, yeah, you here now in a grand way. Yeah, yeah, it's a blessing, man. <laughs> yes. Listen, we got a, um, let me see, we got a few of your songs here queued up, and I want to play one so our listeners can get a taste of what you do, and then we're going to be yeah, back to sure. chop it up. So, um, question, uh, what do you think we should play on, um, play for them first? Let me see. You know what? You can play um, Be Something. Uh, Be Something is, I sang that the, I sang that on live the other day, and that, that blew my, whew. <laughs> it's like I need some tea after this. You can play Be you Something. Would, you, you, you would. You would have to mention one that we don't have because we got nothing oh, else matters and energy and don't play with me. See, now you got to send me that other one. That one. Oh man. Okay. Then uh no no no, that's it. Don't play me don't play with me as be something. Sorry. I oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, okay. Well see, see. At least it wasn't my fault, Sorry people. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> but anyway, I like that song too. That's like, that indie man, like. We go, we, yeah, we really gonna talk about that one because I know that song got a story behind it. I know that one came from somewhere. <laughs> Okay, I'll tell you all the story when we come back. <laughs> all right. Hey, everybody, this is Miss Reezy Wright. Don't play with me. Let your windows down. Turn the air conditioner up and put your ears on this.
So to you, who do you think you sound like, if anybody? Um, you know, I, I do not believe I sound like anybody. Like, I've been doing music for a little while now, and I kind of started back again uh, recently. And um, I used to always, people used to ask me that question, and I used to always be like, oh, I'm like a Mary J. Blige mixed with this and that. and <laughs> Or, you know, I, I, I'm like a, you know, like a Mariah Carey mixed with a SZA. It's like crazy, you know. And um, now I'm to the point where it's like, sound like nobody. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I'm Reese Wright. You feel me? Like, what comes out of me is is natural. It's real. It's it's not it's not like I took took somebody's song or, you know, and meditated on it and, you know, I spit out something just like it. You feel me? Everything is just vibes and, you know, maybe what I'm going through or what somebody else is going through or, you know, something that God wanted to, you know, <laughs> relate through me. I don't know. You feel me? So I don't necessarily think I sound like anybody. I may um, have been influenced by people you know, over the years, for sure, you know, because I am a lover of music, you know, but yeah, that's, that's what I think about that. <laughs> I know a lot of people don't like that question answered like that. <laughs> hey, look, it, it, I'm like your president, it is what it is, you know what I mean? <laughs> Why you it, is, it. it is. It is. what it is. You know what I mean. If that's if, yeah. if that's the real thing, it's the real thing. That part. Yeah. So that in part. in this thing we call in, in this thing that we call the music business that we really got to be crazy to be in it too. So I will put myself in that one. Um, how how important do you think uh, social networking is today? Oh man, it's it's very important. Like, um, it's very important because. Give me one second. Um, I'm sorry about that. It's very important because, me, like, years ago, like, um, especially when you hear about the stories from the '90s and things of that sort, like, you had so much talent out there that never was heard, you know, and even some of the artists that were heard, you know, maybe they had some crappy deals and, you know, drove them to insanity because they didn't have any other options. You know, it was, it was big record company or nothing at all, you know? So now you have an opportunity where it's like, you know, even if you're popular enough where you putting out content enough, there's, there's definitely a grind that comes with putting out content. Or if you're just super talented where, you know, you put out something and it goes viral or something like that, like, you have more opportunities now. So I love the social networking. Like, you know, years ago I probably wouldn't have had capability to be, you know, or find, you know, a radio station like yours, a blog like yours, you know. Um, but things are expanding now. You know, people are getting their own platforms and doing their own thing. It's, it's not just big radio, big um, – big record label, you know, they run everything, you know, so I, I, I love the social networking aspect of it. I love that people can, can DM me and say, hey, your music inspired me, you know, like, I love it because it, it keeps me going and it keeps me seeing that there's a possibility that, you know, eventually I can make this long term. 
The reason I asked you that is because I know a lot of people, uh, which I see a lot of artists that's been in the game for a minute, that's not really social, not really, not really computer lit, and um, mm-hmm. they don't really they don't really have the team, and they're not really up on you know the Instagram and all the different social media platforms, so they end up not being able to uh, utilize that. And I notice that even a lot of uh, major companies nowadays. The A&R departments don't really go out and see uh, uh, artists uh, at first, you know, when they first just come in the game. They don't really go out and check them out. They go on the Internet first and, you know, look at all their little stuff, you know, their Instagram, see how many likes they got, their YouTube stuff. And, you know, if your music is good, then they'll look a little further. But then, you know, if they're yeah. not really impressed by what they see, um, they don't they don't really check for you and to me that's like a good thing and a, and a bad thing you know what I mean because yeah. in the old days and our people used to have to go out and really see the artist or the Correct. band you know up up close and yeah. personal yeah a lot of times you know yeah. if you put out the wrong if you put out the wrong song it don't mean you're a bad artist it just means that wasn't the right song at the right time correct agree yeah uh, I definitely agree with that. Uh, from that aspect, for sure, you know, because it kind of takes out um, the vibe and the personality from it, you know, because you can go to somebody's show and and it's life-changing, you know, um, because of the impact that the vibe that they have when they sing or perform um, is different than you watching something on the, t- on the television. Um, so... I, I definitely agree with it because um, right now they're not looking at really. I don't even think they really care about talent too much, so to say. <laughs> they really care about the numbers, you know. Right. Like, oh, how many followers you have? How engaged they are? You know, can you really? They they really kind of got a little lazy for real. They ain't trying to build up artists no more. They want something that's already packaged and ready to go, you know. Yeah, well, that's like that in the industry, period, because I remember, you know, back in, back in the day when I was really, really doing my thing, you know, you used to go to the mm-hmm. Grammys and award ceremonies and all the uh, the industry-related shows, you know, that was a really big deal. You know, everybody used to get dressed up, you know, and be just sharp when they go, you know. Now you look at some of these award stuff and, and the artists look like they just walked off the street. <laughs> Because they probably don't have that PR person like, uh-uh, or the budget for it, or for that, um, for the person to design their clothes and stuff like that. Like, her budgets aren't even like what they were back in the day. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm not saying that all of it, but, you know, at least in my era, you know, no, artists used to look like, you know, artists used to look like artists 24-7, you yeah. know what I mean? They used to be in their uh-huh. artist mode 24-7. It wasn't like, oh, yeah, I got to yeah. go get dressed to be an artist. I'm always an artist, you know? Yeah, and, and I, I, I get that because it's like, you know, I guess it, it depends cause on what type of artist now because sometimes the artist is still doing a, so much other things, you know, like like they're they're even though they're at that level, you know, they may still have to wear so many hats. So they can't just focus on being an artist, which kind of kills the artistry a lot. Yeah, it do. It do. You got to be out on the corner selling masks or something. <laughs> 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 the 
don't stop, okay? <laughs> no, it, it definitely don't stop. It definitely don't do that. So, so Reezy, your album was re- released just this past August? Yes, yes. Um, it, um, I released it. Um, I almost didn't release it. Like, man, it was, I wasn't sure because a lot of people were telling me, you know, no, just put out singles, singles, singles. But I know me, and I know that I get, I'm trying to work on, you know, not getting distracted and things of that sort. And I, I've made tons of songs that people probably would never hear, you know, because I done moved on to the next. So I was like, no, I'm putting out this album because there's so many beautiful tracks, you know, so, so many emotional tracks that I wanted to share with the world. So, yes, I put it out August 21st, um, and... And it's out, you know. <laughs> it's out. It's getting great reviews. Um, I think I sent you the top three. Yeah, I sent you the top three songs that, you know, people have been messaging me about. And I sent out a survey um, to my followers. And, you know, these were the songs that they kind of picked. Um, they probably would have picked Drinking and Smoking also. But Drinking and Smoking, I kind of released that like a few months ago. So um, it's not something new that they heard. Um, but, yeah, the album's out. Transparency. Mm. I like I like the title. This one just jumped out at me. This question here: uh, If you could change anything about the industry, what would it be? Um, <clears throat> I think I would. I think I would have the industry maybe be a little more open-minded. You know, for the industry, they to me it's always been so cookie cutter. Um. There's a, a specific look. There's a specific sound. Um, you know, there's a specific. There are stereotypes. You know, like, oh, if you're if you're a black girl, you know, oh, you sing R and B. That's what you sing. You know, um, if you're a white lady, <laughs> you're you're a pop star. You know, like, and even though you might sing R and B, for some reason, R and B white singers cross over to pop all the time. It kind of doesn't make sense, but that's what happens. You know, if you're a rapper. You know, oh, you're a thug. So I think a lot of open-mindedness um, where to allow music to just be music. I remember I was watching a um, a movie one time, and I can't remember what movie it was right now, but but he said, but he but the guy, the marketing guy said, hey, um, do you have any records? You know, the the the, the record company manager, whoever he said, he he told me to come check you out and tell you, you know, what's next. And he was like, well, um, the music that I kind of been, I think it was Smokey Robinson, I don't remember, but he, whatever. He said the the music that I was that I have been creating is not like what I've created before, so I don't think that they will like it. And most record labels will probably be like, no, nah, stick to what you know, and let's keep it moving. But this this particular marketing guy or whoever he was he said give it to me and I'm going to put it in front of the audience that I feel would be the best for it but either way if it's a hit we're going to put it out there you know so I think more of the record and I mean the industry needs to look at it from that perspective you know not put a specific genre on a specific artist because artistry is what it is it's artistry you know, and the same for, you know, what somebody looks like. You know, a lot of people, I remember I used to rock blonde hair. I used to have short Afro blonde hair. And I was in New York, and that was not it. You know, no one liked my blonde hair. But, you know, but that my music wasn't any different, you know. So, yeah, that's that's what I think. 
I agree with you on that point. You know, and what I find out too nowadays, and which is really, really disturbing to me, uh, a lot of people in those companies. Well, I'm so glad that I have my independent company. There are so many guys in the major uh, record companies. They don't come from music, Reezy. Oh. You know what I mean? They don't. They don't come from music. You know, they went to school. You know, they got grandfathered in, or they daddy, uncle, or mama, somebody worked for the company, but they never wrote a song. They never played a song. They never sang a song. Mm. You know, they they wow. didn't come from that. But but they could sit up and want to uh, critique your stuff, and, and I find mm-hmm. and, and I find that to be more of a disservice. You know what I mean? How how could you tell Agreed. me how to ride a bike if you never rode a bike? You know what I mean? <laughs> it, mm-hmm. To me, that that's really a disservice to a lot of artists that they go to these major situations and they'll have uh, somebody critique them and they don't know what the hell they're talking about because they've never done it. Yeah, <laughs> it's like how you gonna tell me to sing it? How about you try it? Let me hear. Let me hear. Let me hear you. Yeah, <laughs> let me hear you. Yeah, they don't come from that. So to me, you know, you can't tell me how to bake a cake and you ain't never baked a cake. You can tell me how to go True. get the instructions off of YouTube or something, but how you going to tell me how to do it? You ain't never done it. And I see that more times than not, and that goes to what your point is, and that's why that happens because they don't have the right people in the right positions. I agree. I definitely agree. So, That's why I love being independent for real because it's like I get that freedom. Like if it feels right, you know, I, I, if I can do it, I'm gonna do it. You know, because a lot of times that feeling is is there for a reason. You know, it might not make no sense, but <laughs> well, that's the magic. You know, yeah, yeah, correct. And, and, and that's that's the magic. So tell me, you know, I jumped off your album. I'm going to jump back real quick. How would you describe the sound of it? Oh, my gosh. Like, <laughs> it is such it's, it's such a blend of different sounds. Um, I mean, it has some some tracks that's, like, a little jazzy, a little um, – you have a little neo-soul in there. You have um, some R&B in there. Um even some poppy tracks, you know. So it definitely hit a few uh, blends of sound, um, and it, it just came out beautifully. Like, and I and I wound up hooking up with this girl. Um, I don't even remember her name, but she um, because it was like it was like through the internet, sick. But she was a sick artist, and she like she helped me put a lot of um, backgrounds in there. Um, so the backgrounds are like sick on a lot of these tracks especially energy energy has a lot of like minor notes and so it, it's definitely the sound is I, I i think it's like it's like if I, I, you know what what we were using uh if if 90s and contemporary had a baby <laughs> that's what what that's what it sounds like in such a nutshell <laughs> so um I, i'm gonna go with that Plus Neo Soul, if Neo Soul was like, yeah, that probably made no sense. But that that's what I'm going with. <laughs> Hello? Hello? 
Yeah, yeah, everybody. Hello? This is Miss. R- Hello, Reezy Wright. We chopping oh. up with. If you got got a question or want to join in the conversation, just press number one on your phone, and uh, we'll let you in. Let you ask us something. Let us say something. But Reezy, we're gonna play another one of your songs here, because uh, I know our listeners waiting to hear that one, so they can really feel some more of your vibe. Um, we didn't play nothing else matters, did we? No. No. Okay. Uh-uh. Everybody. <laughs> nope. Uh-uh. Everybody, <laughs> this is Miss Reezy, right? And this is Nothing Else Matters. And you know the drill. Let the windows down, turn the air conditioning up, and put your ear on this. Nothing else matters when I'm with you. My phone's on silent. That's what I do. 
right, y'all. Yes, I know, yes, I know, I'm here. <laughs> I know that one's got a story. Actually, it doesn't. <laughs> <laughs> That one was just good vibes, you know. <laughs> be trans, be trans, be transparent. You can already put out the disclaimer. It ain't about you. Uh, yeah, no, no. <laughs> Some of you care about me, uh, but this one, you know, this one was actually just me. I really like the beat, and I, for a while, I could not write anything to it. And then one day, like sometimes, I just sit and I just meditate on these beats. So I just like. I mean, I listened to them all day, all night, and this was one of the ones it, I just started, like, singing, like, you know, and at first I wasn't going to put this one out because, like, I was like, oh, okay, that's, you know, I don't know if the words, like, is, like, I don't even know if this is grammatically correct, and, you know, <laughs> I wasn't sure if I was going to put it out, uh, but um, this was one of the ones where I was just, like, humming, and it was, like, almost like a freestyle, and sometimes when I when I freestyle like that, I have to, like, record myself or write it down real quick um, because I will forget it. Um, but if I write it down and then I, like, go back to it later and I, I sing it again with the same melody, then I know, okay, that's it. So this was one of those songs, like, where I was just driving and I was like, oh, shit, oh, let me pull over. Uh, yeah, that was it. <laughs> <laughs> that was going to be my next question, too, was did the lyrics come first or did the melody come first? Uh, yeah, it was just like a freestyle. <laughs> All of it at the same time. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to say all of it. What do you say, all of it? So Yeah, but then, you, you know, I, somebody said, go ahead. No, go ahead. Because I, I was just going to ask you about your whole um, uh, production process. Oh, uh, okay. Um... So, like, like the recording and, like, who I recorded with and stuff like that? Yeah, all the good stuff, you know. So, you know, our listeners have some idea because some people out there that want to go do what you, what you do and they don't really know how to do what you do. Oh, oh, for sure, yeah. So, um, when it, uh, let's see. So, I've, I've recorded at um, Hideaway Studios. Um, most of the stuff at Hideaway Studios, I recorded at Dollars and Deals Studios. Um, both of these are in um, Fort Lauderdale, Florida. And then I also recorded um, with um, Raphael with RTK. I'm probably not even saying that right. Uh, Raphael's going to shake my butt. But, uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, I mean, he's a sick producer. I mean, I hooked up with him because someone was interested in possibly um, uh publishing some of the the tracks from the um from the uh from the record from the I'm saying records but from the album. Uh Raphael with R J two uh beats. Um so he 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 has won a Grammy. So this is my first time working with a Grammy um award winning producer. So I I mean I was like totally like, you know, I was like, Oh, this is so dope or whatever. So um how everything started is I was just um I did my research. Um, I was there. I was looking for producers, and I was listening to beats. And then once I had like a few things written down, then I started going to the studio, and I would lay down these tracks. Um, I've, over the years, I've worked a lot, worked on a lot with my tone, and um, and I always practice before I go to the studio. So a lot of these were like one takes. Like it was, it was crazy. Like I was never one take Jane, but 
these were like one take um and um and and I the harmonies I had this girl come in and and uh really like hone my harmonies in um so that was really my process like you know that's really the process for me for beginning to end with production and then I got the music mixed and mastered back in the day I would never get my my uh my beat mastered <laughs> I mean my music mastered but it definitely makes a difference it takes it on a different professional um level uh where when you hear my track is no different than if you hear somebody else's track you know you can't the, the quality is there um right. so yeah from beginning to end that that was the process I mean that the process definitely was not like no month or two. I mean, I, I think I started recording back in October of last year. Um, uh, I hope to do the next album a little faster, um, but you know, uh, I had to kind of get in the get in the mood of things, the, the swing of things. And um, I was watching Monica and Brandy whole thing last night, and uh, Brandy um, she went to go do the song with Keisha Cole. She was telling that story, and she said she hit that song um, with one tape. And I think she said Keisha Cola, whoever was there with her, was like, oh, <laughs> you was ready to get back in the booth. That was your vocal cord telling you you was ready to get back in the booth, and it was time. Uh, so I, I, I listened to that, and that kind of gave me chills because it was like, wow, that was kind of the same thing for me. Uh, when I did the first song that I came back and did for a while, um, the first song that I recorded after like a year or two of not recording, it was like one take. I did the song. Um, I did drinking and smoking in one take. I had to go back to do the harmonies and stuff, but it, it was definitely one take. But yeah, from beginning to end, that that's the production story, for sure. Yeah, well, I definitely applaud you on that because um, you don't find too many artists who just can go do go in there and just do a one take recording you know so that's just a compliment to a true artist that's that's kind of like how you know you're kind of there when you don't have to go in there and punch in and punch out a thousand times you know um thank it, you it will part down so i definitely applaud you yeah. on that that just shows that shows your greatness girl you know but that's how it's thank done you. though that's how that, that's how real artists do it though just so you know that's how they used to do it back in the day when they had when they had tapes <laughs> Oh, oh yeah, but you know what? I mean, the 24 track, I mean, that was a blessing when they came out with that because you did have a little bit more room, especially when you're working with a live band. You had a little bit more yeah, room, yeah. you know, to do, to, to do, to do, to track everything out, you know, and you have a few, you yeah. know, a few lead vocals, you know, and, and all your backgrounds and stuff. But when they start mm-hmm. coming out with the 48 tracks and all that other stuff, that shit just got messy. Oh, man. It, it did. Think about it. It just got messy because at the end of the day, you're still going back to two tracks, stereo, left and right, yeah. you know, so you're yeah, still yeah. coming back to that. So now you got to try to mix all that stuff where it sounds like something, and if yeah. you're not careful, you end up with a bunch of stuff that sound like garbage because everything's fighting with everything yeah. else. Makes sense. Makes a lot <laughs> yeah. of sense. But that was one of my goals. My goals is like, you know, because I, you know, once I start actually um, going live, I, I want people to come to my show like, wow, she sounds like the record. Like, you know, I don't want nobody to say, oh, she's, oh, Reese, don't go see her because she sounds like trash. You know, I want them to come see me because they know it's going to sound like the record and they might get something even better than the record, you know, because vibes are everything. So that was really like big for me. So I always like, you know, that's why I always 
worked on my voice and how I sound because I practice a lot. I'm not a wing person, you know, like some people, they can just wing it and stuff like that. I'm not, I'm, re- I'm not really that person. Like you got some people that, you know, that's what they do. They just freestyle, you know, but then you got some people that, you know, they write and they, you know, and they actually have to, you know, practice, you know, and I practice, I, I really do practice, you know, so. Yeah, that's me. <laughs> well, you're doing all the right things down there in Florida. I can definitely tell you that one. Thank and you. Thank you. So, yeah, just keep on doing what you're doing because it's working for you. I appreciate it. Thank you so much. So do you get to work with a live band a lot? Um, yeah, before, um, when I was, um, when I was, uh, not when I was, um, Periodically, yes, I work with a live band, and we do um, we do cover songs and things of that sort. I'll just somebody will just call me out of the blue and just be like, hey, you know, I need a singer, um, and then you know that's how that's how I make a little money on the side, you know. Yeah. Do you find that working with a band, you have a lot more freedom in terms of your performance? Oh my gosh, I love live bands. Like it's it's nothing like it, you know, because you can take it wherever you want. Because one thing I am is I'm I'm a performer. So like I you know, and I'm big on vibes. So if I'm like if I'm if I'm going there, you know, and and they go with me, let's go, you know. <laughs> so I, that's what I love about the live dancing. Like, yeah, I practice and stuff like that, but then some things happen because you're in the mood, you know. Right. And that's a whole different that's a whole different animal, you know, when you just when you singing a song and then you feel something, you know, it's so impactful. Yep, you can tell the boys, break it down right here. <laughs> you know, you just uh-huh. got so much freedom on that. Hey, look, uh-huh. you, can... you put that hand up or you put your little break up. Oh, give me a break right now. <laughs> yep, yep, yep. You can break, raise them up, slow them down, speed them up, stop, start them. You yeah. can do all that stuff. Oh yeah, I done seen I done seen band members get cussed out by singing. You need to look at me. You need to watch me stop a long time ago. <laughs> you gonna hey, be hey, look. looking at me? <laughs> hey, look, everybody be back there grooving with their eyes closed and nobody looking at nobody. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Hey, you you stop you stop singing and just turn around and just looking at them with your hand up like what are y'all doing? Okay, we done did this song for ten minutes. Ten minutes. <laughs> for sure, for sure. So, Reezy, tell us about tell us about energy. Oh man, energy is um is a fan favorite. It, it's uh, it's definitely good vibes like energy is the declaration track to me so when you listen to the album the entire album seems like it's like a, a like a relationship you know when you start a relationship you you think to yourself nothing else matters you know when I'm with you you know you being so in love with that person and so engrossed in them that you forget about a lot of things um and then you know things go haywire you know maybe that person is not who you thought they were and that's when drinking and smoking goes into play you know I've been drinking and smoking and wondering wondering who you've been loving playing it over and over you know that's drinking and smoking so I mean I'm not gonna go over all of the you know songs um but 
the songs show a relationship in it, you know, in how the person changes over time. Um, so energy is like the last track, and it and it goes to show like no matter what goes on, whether you're broken or you know whether you're going through a hard time or whether the person you find out for find out you're with is no good, or maybe you're just you know maybe you're just give me one second. Or maybe you're just um, going through whatever. I don't know. But uh, I'm sorry I got distracted. But um, uh, Okay. He wanted to be on the show, too. Yeah, I'm here. Reason. Hello? Yeah, sorry, We're here. sorry, sorry. Sorry about that. Energy is that declaration track where um, where it just gives you a peace and it shows you that you can control all aspects of your life. Like in things that you can't control, you don't worry about it. You know what I'm saying? You just keep it moving. But things that you can't control, you go ahead and just be at peace with it until things surpass. If that makes any well, I'm pretty sure that makes sense to a lot of people, but yeah. All over the world. Everybody, you know the drill. We're gonna play energy, but let your windows down, turn the air conditioning up, put your ears on this. This is energy. Mrs. Reezy Wright. <laughs> Oh 
Okay, your girl Miss Drama Ganza, mm-hmm, check. Lip gloss, check. Mascara, check. I am Indy with the homie K Biddy, check, check. You listening to Blog Talk Radio, baby, and I love you for it. Mwah. Yes, we back with Miss Reezy, right? I love that song too, Reezy. Thank you, thank you so much. Well, listen. Oh man, time be just flying when you have fun. But listen, you have to get me those other songs. <laughs> oh, for sure. You yeah. Got, you got to get those other songs over to us though. But we down to the last couple of minutes, Reezy, so tell everybody where they can go get your work, where they can go get your music, where they can go see you. Uh, you can go to ReezyWright.com, uh, where you can uh click on the link and it'll show you all of the options for where you can get uh, my music, and that includes like Spotify, Apple Music, Amazon, you name it, it's there. Um, I'm very active on my Instagram page, Instagram.com. So, I mean, yeah, Instagram.com at Reese Wright. Um, and yeah, check me out. Um, you won't regret it. Um, I really do love all the people that follow me. Um, everyone is inspiration to me, and um, my plan is to keep putting out bomb music, um, real music. Thank you so much. That's what's up, Reezy. Thank you so much for coming through, chatting it up with us, and uh, we're going to continue to support and play your music, and don't be a stranger. For sure. I appreciate everything that you guys are doing. Um, I mean, I really appreciate this platform. You guys doing y'all thing, too, so <laughs> I'm definitely going to be um, be family. All right, all right. Miss Reezy Wright, everybody, go check out, go support and uh, let everybody know where you heard her at, right here, right here on I Am Envy. But, uh, and, you know, we'll be back next week, same time. So hang in there, be safe, and put your mask on, peoples. This is Sweet Guy Love coming to you live in total bliss. You are listening to the best of I Am Envy on Blog Talk Radio with your host, K-City. Ciao. Do.
Your touch. Your touch. Your touch. 